Welcome back, fight fans. Shadow Podcast number 33. Uh, lucky for us, we have Chris McMillan back in the house. I know it's been a while for uh, me and my partner in crime to sit down and have a good old-fashioned chat, but between um, obviously Chris being sick, which you'll hear in the podcast, uh, as well as just having a little little vacation time and then, the, you know, the fighter schedules and some of them are out of town and, and all that good stuff. So it was nice to have Chris back. Nice to sit down, chat with him, just uh, nerd out about fights as per usual. Uh, we did have a couple girls uh, coming in. Um, uh, I can't remember what organization. Uh, uh, Waco, W-A-K-O, I think, or W-K-U. Anyway, one of those uh, organizations and uh, they're uh, Canadian champs and they're their team had contacted me and said, hey, we listen to the podcast. We'd love to come on and, and talk about it. These girls are they are young, they're hungry, they're going to Italy to the World Championships uh, for point fighting and light contact kickboxing. So great. I'd love to have the girls back on. Uh, Lauren, or Laura, I apologize for forgetting, Elizabeth. But uh, just due to an illness, we weren't able to make it happen. Uh, so hopefully when their coach is feeling a little bit better, we can have them in and um, talk about their cool martial arts experience with uh, such little life. <laughs> Uh, pretty, pretty cool to travel the world doing martial arts at the ages of like 14 and 16. That's pretty awesome. Uh, obviously talking with this one, Chris, me and Chris, no, no specific, you know, game plan, sort of like a fighter, like an interview. So we just break down, um, all the upcoming, man, there's lots of UFC coming up. There's some big boxing fights coming up. There's some real big one FC coming up, uh, as well as obviously some, some massive local things happening, the Muay Thai World Cup, which we get involved in, or uh, we talk about because Chris is involved in, and myself being the commentator, um, and the uh, WBC Youth World Championships as well, coming to Calgary, the Sanchez Seminar, dude, lots of good stuff. So we break down a few matches as far as the Muay Thai World Cup. Uh, we, we break down some upcoming UFCs, talk about boxing, all that good stuff. It was just nice to sit down with my brother again and uh, get back to a little routine. Um... Oh, intros, guys. Also, obviously, as you can see, the intros uh, are a little bit new. Uh, we, we have a good friend. I wasn't sure if they'd be a, a hit or a miss, but uh, we have a fan out there. Wayne, Wayne, you know who you are, buddy. You say the intros kick ass, so your word alone, the intros stay. <laughs> uh, I, I just thought it was an easier way for me to introduce fighters and guests and get this kind of stuff, maybe some announcements out of the way while they're not just sitting there staring at us like weirdos. So the intro stays. Uh, thanks Wayne. I appreciate that. Please remember guys like subscribe, you know, all that stuff you're supposed to do for the podcasts or whatever you like. I pre I, I honestly do appreciate it. I really do. Uh, you know, this, this is just a passion project for me and Chris. I, I we literally started off as like, so, uh, a logo, how do you make a logo? So Spotify, how do you like get this crap on Spotify? So, um, so all the, all the traction we've been getting for, well, on the 21st will be one year. So in the past year, uh, I just want to say thanks. Thanks to the listeners. Thanks to you guys who are engaging with us. Thanks to the, the, the guests. Thanks to the fighters. Just, uh, thanks. It, you guys are involved in the thing that I love the most talking about fighting. So I really appreciate that. I'm hoping that we have a, a buddy coming in for our, maybe our one year, one year show, which would be on the 21st, I believe July 21st. Um, so hopefully we can make that happen. I myself will be taking off to British Columbia for a summer vacation. So I'm going to be gone for the next 10 days. So, you know, podcast will be a little quiet, but watch the uh, uh, watch the podcast Instagram page and you can see what's going down. Uh, when I come back, that leaves us with about four days before I sit in the commentary chair for the Muay Thai World Cup. Chris is in the corner for Jake Peacock. So maybe we can shoot, uh, get a little podcast in there. 
uh, right before go time. But, uh, man, I'm really excited for the Muay Thai World Cup. World title fight for Mark McKinnon. Uh, Canadian title uh, defense for Jake Peacock against Eric Rocha, who, I mean, geez, man, that, that's a proper number one versus number two. Aaron Wilson versus Tyler Ninja Nicholson, which, uh, again, we, you know, we make our predictions all on the podcast here. It's going to be awesome. Uh, all right, man, before we continue on here, what am I dealing with or watching all that good stuff? I've taken a step away. Uh, I've been hard on the Danny Bill, but I've been taking a step away from Muay Thai a little bit and watching a lot of boxing. So, uh, I've been watching a lot of Josh Taylor, the Tartan Tornado. He, uh, recently came off a win, which he definitely should not have for a lot of belts. And, you know, there's some business antics that happened after that but uh he's a southpaw his punch selection is unbelievably good his combos are good he he, he just he can do it all um so i'm happy to see that he's going to go back and fight jack Cantrell, the guy who should have won the last fight um check out uh, the tartan tornado josh taylor man he's got quite a quite a cool story to his lead up to the top and uh big joe joyce big joe joyce um he's obviously just starting to make his names in the heavyweight boxing division in the uk there so uh, I, I'm sure there's a couple matchups that are there for him. Um, and boy, he's, he's fun to watch. So those, those are the guys I've been kind of paying attention to in the last little while. Joe Joyce, uh, now he's a big heavyweight. I can't really relate, but, uh, Josh Taylor, man, he's, he's really fun to watch. All right, guys, uh, sit back, relax. Let's talk about a ton of upcoming fights, including the Muay Thai World Cup, 1FC, UFC, all that good stuff. We touch all the combat sports. Enjoy. Hey yo! Yes, Shuttle Podcast number thirty-three. Thirty-three. Jason just ah. shotgun to I'm just kidding. Felt like it though. It's uh, summer. It's a nice day outside. Having a couple coconut. Shout out to you, coconut. If you want to sponsor the podcast, that'd be great. Vitamin K. Hey, good call. This buddy. reminds me of age nineteen twenty. Is that right? Lived on this. Coconut. Coconut. Is that right? Eh? That was my jam. I always drink Canadian, but. Didn't have a good reason for why Kokanee. I don't know, because everyone else did, I think. And for some reason, Canadian tasted like garbage. But now Kokanee actually kind of tastes like garbage, and Canadian's oh, yeah. good. <laughs> it's weird. I uh, I know for all those people that, you all just drink mass-produced piss water. Uh, hey, listen, shut up. Yeah, shut up. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with a lager. In fact, lagers are better than any yep. other beer, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, I agree. And uh, my reason, I always buy Kokanee. And uh, people always want to know why coconut. I'm like, well, there's mountains on it, and they make it sound glacier fresh, so it makes it taste better. That's yeah, and I heard most Canadian was bought by an American, so. There you go. So uh, we're having Is a Canadian. True? As you can hear, I have my brother in arms, Chris, back to sounding normal. I know you're all over the planet and all that good stuff as well. Um, good to have you back, buddy. I didn't go very far. No, no, you didn't, but that's okay. But but uh, obviously, we so we had a ton of podcasts uh, talking with fighters from all over the place. And it was cool. It was fun to drive around, talk to, you know, we had, man, Sean Newberry, Tim Lowe, Derek Jolivet, Quinn. Kieran. Kieran, Quinn Wasilek. You suck. Wasilek. There we go. Wazi. Yeah, that's how I remember it. Uh, yeah, Kieran, it's, it's been really fun. So, um, I was at Sean and Quinn. You were present for Sean and Quinn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was good. And then we appreciate your presence. Thank you. Uh, obviously, I know you had a stout uh, stint there of COVID. How are you feeling from that? Like it didn't so, happen? Yeah, all gone? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's good. 
Um, I got to tell you, like when you had COVID and we had a couple other coworkers, my wife and everything, in the last month, I've had I've known more people with it than um, uh, than I have than this entire time. You? Uh, maybe not the past month, but actually, yeah, actually, yeah, I could agree with that. A lot of people, my parents, right now, have had it. Yeah, yeah. first time. Uh, not my dad. My Getting dad. that a lot. Oh, first time. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> wow, people are making silly jokes about that about it now, hey? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, uh, well, good to have you back, buddy. And Thanks, um, man. and then obviously you went to Montreal as well. I did. Uh, Montreal you for the F one race. F1 yeah. How did that? How was it? Oh man, it was so cool. Um, haven't been around a lot of people like that. There was three hundred forty thousand people. Uh, what? Throughout the weekend, not oh, on okay. race day, but I think there's over hundred grand on race day, but. Oh my god! Yeah, man, it was crazy. The I, crowds. I have, I have no idea how big. I know. I know it's like a rich man sport kind of thing, as far as being involved in it. But uh, I, I had no idea. I had no idea there's that many people that enjoy it. That's crazy. I had no idea either, man. And so, uh, in Montreal, the track is built on this little island, and there's only two bridges that get on the island, and an underground train. But um, the entire bridge is covered in people trying to get on the island. Like, when we got to the edge of the bridge, we're like, oh, shit. Like, Oh, no, really? Yeah, man. We're in a the whole bridge. People trying to get across. Oh. And it's the St. Lawrence River. <laughs> so it's not which isn't a tiny little river, right? It's <laughs> it's a kilometer-long bridge. And just jammed with people. Not a kilometer-wide river, but, like, the bridge that we had to get across. Yeah, right. long. And, yeah. So did you make it? Yes. Yeah, how I'm just it, saying, like, that many people. How long did it take? I don't know. They actually were pretty good at getting people through they half an hour on oh, the bridge. Okay. Anyways, yeah, lots of people, but insanely cool experience and might be doing it again next year. Oh, yeah? Was that good? So, okay. So, it was a good positive, had fun, good experience. Yeah. From my point of view, I fully admit that I talk about all sports this way because I'm such a fight dork. So, hockey, what do you mean? So, you guys just wear ice skates and you chase a puck around with a stupid stick? I'm like, okay. What do you mean soccer? You guys walk around and try to kick that stupid ball in the net? Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Basketball, you just put that stupid ball in the net 300 times each? Like, oh, great. It's all sports. I know. I know. I know I talk like all sports, but I see it as like, okay, cool. So you're, you're there, and then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, here we go. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. Yep. Okay, I yeah, nailed yeah. it, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they're so freaking fast, man. And, like, depends where your seat is. <laughs> yeah. So we were on the <laughs> pit lane, so you don't... You see left. What's a pit lane? Right. Uh, what does that mean? That's where the cars pit. Okay, I know um, that, but but like a lane. Oh, so it's like a straightaway. Gotcha. No turns, and then that's where all the cars go in and pit. There's like a wall between that. So there's like us, yeah. fence, I'm, track. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. It took me a sec. Yeah, I know. Fence, I know what you mean. Pits. Yeah. Gotcha. So we got to see a lot of pit action and stuff, but yeah, every couple seconds, room. So like, how, how many seconds do you get of room? Like two. Like the amount of time you could, if it's just one car coming. And going under five seconds. Yeah. What about groups? That, that's got to be crazy loud, no? Yeah, man. I'll show you a video. Remind me to show you a video of the start. Don't be don't be afraid to show on like Instagram too. Okay. I know, I know oh, you're... Instagram. I did put on my story, but... Oh, I see. Well, maybe on the podcast. Crazy loud, crazy fast, but... Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah well, that's what I mean. I saw a couple things, yeah. Like, uh, the, like the one thing I saw, it might not have been yours or somebody else's, but again, I just don't care about cars. It's just, it's just me. I'm, you know, it's just not my thing but uh but i am amazed how fast like just from off the line to like fast man like it looks like it it defies physics how fast they can get going from so they're zero to 60 which is like kind of the base of how you Mm -hmm. 
Ooh, that's a fast car. If mm-hmm. you have a good zero to 60 or zero to 100. Yep. Theirs isn't, it's impressive, but it's not like supercar. Like there's cars that are faster than it. Mm-hmm. But from 100 to 200 is like crazy fast. Going from one, so they can to get to like 100 kilometers an hour in like two seconds, <laughs> which, is, which crazy. is crazy. But there's cars beating that right now, sure. street cars that are beating that. That's madness. But from 100 to 200, only takes another couple seconds, whereas wow, street cars take several seconds. Yeah, yeah, huh? It's insane, man. Cool. I'm gonna have to look at this for 10 seconds. 230 kilometers an hour, no, 300 and like 20 something kilometers an hour is what they're man. hitting. That's a Got to have, I'm sure, an updated will every time there's a race. Last race, last weekend, there was a crazy crash. Nothing I've ever seen before. And the guy walked away fine. Like, he was back at the track before it ended. What? From getting checked. Oh, God. Dude, craziest crash I've ever seen. Like, you got to see it? No, on TV. Oh, yeah. Holy Jesus. It's insane. The, like, the danger they are in. They are in. <clears throat> How much do those cars cost? <laughs> More money than I could ever imagine. Yeah. I would... Crashing it and then getting it rebuilt for the next race. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, there's a guy, um, his name's Nicholas Latifi. He's Canadian. Okay. He sucks. Okay. In F1 standards, like, on the grid, he's the worst. He crashes a lot. Dude, I'm to- I, listen, I totally forgot we're on a podcast, so I just let a giant burp out. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. I'm drinking a beer. Sorry, guys. He crashes a lot. I can't imagine how much the team... Is God damn it, Nick! Bleeding money <laughs> yeah. fixing his cars. Oh, bro, that's gotta suck. Yeah, they'll get you off the team quick, eh? I mean, a mortgage. Kind of a good thing that they're not made of much. I suppose they're under two thousand pounds. These things. Yeah, yeah. So. That's wild, man. So you're gonna try yeah, to plan to real. go again? Well, word on the street is I have to go to a wedding next year in Italy, hmm. August, Italy. It's good word. It's pretty cool. Hopefully. Try and plan a race around in Europe somewhere. There's cool. three potential races we could do. Where's that? Belgium, Netherlands, and go for a Belgian. Dip. Hungary. Right. Um, I want to do Hungary. It's the closest. Yeah, that'd be cool. Get to drive there. Hopefully, drive. I want to drive. Cars are big out there, huh? Europe, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, F1's it's huge the in Europe. <laughs> the Autobahn in the Nürburgring. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know anything about it, but yeah, you got deep into it, man. Balls deep, eh? It's really cool. Yeah, right I actually, man, like watching Drive to Survive and stuff, it's a pretty cool show. However, the drama and like the little soap opera e. But I find a lot of parallels with fighting and Is that right, race eh? car drivers. Huh. Well, there we go. Yeah. I should look into it a little bit. It's kind of cool. What do you got going on for the summer? I mean, we're just kind of getting into it now. It's finally turning nice around Calgary. Had a crazy storm last night, but what's your plans? Nothing crazy. Montreal was kind of the biggest thing, the highlight of the summer. Yeah. Um, my next big thing is July 23rd, oh Muay Thai World goodness. Cup. Muay Thai World Cup. Getting Jake primed and ready to roll for that. I was lucky enough to witness these cats putting in some some overtime. Couple, ooh, oh, sorry, eee, oh, sorry. You guys tagged each other. A couple accidents out there. <laughs> Always happens. Always the life of a pad man. Yeah. Um, awesome. I'm uh, uh, Friday. Tomorrow I'm going to head off to British Columbia with my fam jam. It's pretty much the only thing I do all year, at least in the meantime. Airports still sound ridiculous. So, uh, yeah. Happy to drive out there and even be stuck in traffic. I just don't want to fly. Airports were pretty crazy, man. And just going to Montreal. Oh yeah, I forgot you. Want to hear something crazy? Yes, I do. In Montreal, trying to get home, 
just Montreal's WestJet's computers were down, they were handwriting people's boarding passes and stuff. Wow. One by one handwriting. It's like 1970 shit. Dang. <laughs> you know that printer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ripping off the, the edges. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Brutal. That sucked. And even right now, I don't know where you guys are listening to this, but it's Friday morning-ish, afternoon-ish, just gone noon, but... Rogers is down all across the country, man. Debit machines aren't working. Yeah. Like, it's madness right now. Yeah. Is your... I, I don't know. No, I'm Telus. But yeah, Rogers, I heard, is no bueno. Oh, it's, a, it's brutal. So I, I don't even have my... Yeah, it's still not working, but... All good. Hard, hard to pay for things if your debit card doesn't work, but hence hence why we should go back to cash. Cash is king. Cash is king. Uh, all right, man. Also, I uh, just want to say we have a new... Before we move on to some fight talk, we have a new... King of the podcasts, uh, the one that we did last one with Kieran, uh, skyrocketed. That one is number one. So we did a little. I thought that was a really good listen. I quite enjoyed listening to it. Why? Mm, great conversation. Yeah. Um, and good topics. Uh, and I think we all want to know what's going on. Muay Thai World Cup, there was like big yeah. things happening and yeah. big fights and that's the CEO you want to hear coming straight from the source. Right. And and Kieran's just the kind of guy that'll just, if you have a question you want to know, he's going to tell you. And uh, so it's always cool to learn some cool stuff when he's on there. Yeah, it was, that was a fun one. Um, all right, man. Let's um, let's get into some stuff here. Anything else before we talk fight talk? No, let's go. All right. Let's talk about uh, just some upcoming stuff. It's been a while for us, but... Let's get into it a little bit. Muay Thai World Cup is obviously coming up on uh, July twenty three. July 23rd. I'll tell you what, before we even get there, let's talk a little bit a little bit before that. This weekend. Past weekend or coming up? Coming up. This like tomorrow? Yes. Derek Chisora. You see this guy boxing? Uh no, tell me. Uh he's he's a UK guy and he's fighting Pulev. I think this might be a rematch even. I know his name. But uh this guy will not probably I'm sure he won't win a world title. But this guy only wants crazy hard fights and just crazy fights. He is so fun to watch, man. Uh, he he's he's. I just listened to a podcast. I listen to five live boxing podcast, which I really like, and uh, it's, it's a lot of UK stuff. And he was just said, "Money is the goal. Titles mean nothing to him. Titles don't pay your bills. Money is the goal. Therefore, if you want the money, you got to be the most exciting some bitch out there. That's me." Whew. He has a lot of losses, man, but he is so fun to watch. All right. Uh, so, yeah, if, if, even if you're a half-boxing fan, uh, this weekend, Derek Chisora. Del Boy. Derek Del Boy Chisora. Check him out. It's going to be Del fun. Boy? Del Boy. Yeah. Oh. D-E-L. Del Boy. I don't know why. but Probably a community or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it's fun, man. He, he's a fun one to watch. Uh, we also have real quick coming up uh, July 9th, this weekend, uh, UFC. Uh, Dos Anjos versus uh, Fiziev or Fiziev. Raphael Fiziev, the guy that did the spinning hook kick, knocked out Brad Riddell. Yeah. Uh, he's also the stand-up trainer for Tiger Muay Thai. Oh, really? I th- yeah. Yeah, the Muay Thai teacher out there. Um, Versus Daz Anjos. Los Anjos. Awesome Brazilian mustache that guy's got. You got any opinion on this fight? That's the main event. Uh, nope. Not me either. Dos oh. Anjos, no offense to him. A li- uh, little long in the tooth. A little bit on the way out. Fiziev on the way up. Number 10 lightweight. Fizzy, Fiziev, whatever his name is, versus number seven welterweight Dos Anjos. Man, Dos Anjos has had some flipping wars. That guy, he's he's been around. Also fighting is uh, on that same fight card. Antonia, Antonia Shevchenko. 
the sister of uh, Valentina. Thank you, Valentina Shevchenko, and also Armin Petrosian. Now, not Armin Petrosian, no. Armin Petrosian, yeah, but no. Armin Petrosian. Yeah, not uh, Giorgio's brother. Right. However, why I would mention that is because I'm is is this not who Derek Jolivet was talking about on the podcast? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um. So that's pretty cool. Or was it Tim? But whatever that podcast, they said. I th- I'm sure Same it was thing, Armin yeah. Petrosian, Armin Petrosian, not Giorgio's brother. Right. So this must be him. I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, whoops. Or it's a crazy popular Armenian name, or Italian. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I'm gonna say Armenian, for sure. All right. Let's. Uh, sorry, just a couple dates that were a little earlier before the 23rd. There. All right, man. Muay Thai World Cup. It's a lot. Lots of fun. Fun stuff. Uh, I think all the matchups are out now. It's back in Calgary. We heard, why, or not back in Calgary. It's now going to be held in Calgary. We heard why we talked. If you're not, not sure, listen to the last podcast with Kieran. Uh, the uh, the Sutina uh, Competitive Sports Commission is just going to take a little hiatus and um, just improve, train, all that good stuff, just become stronger. And uh, I'm hoping hop back in the fight game. But in the meantime, we're going to be at Max Bell, man. What do you think of that? So you get to be in the corner of Jake Peacock. I'm excited. Yeah. Max L- Bell is one of the first venues I ever saw live. Kickboxing the Muay Thai event. What was that? That gladiator? Yeah, gladiator. That was like and like those up. huge guys walking out along the runway. And that was a hell of a good show, man. If you think about it, hey, that was a great show. Yeah, looking back, it was great. Gr- huge catwalk. Ha- yeah, huge catwalk. The guy like roared and like came out to the music, made it kind of in sync, a little presentation. And I was like, these guys oh, are legit yeah. gladiators. This is awesome. I forgot all about that. And that's walking distance from my house, man. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Chris, be on the liquor. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this? Uh, let's talk about from your point of view. Like, I literally walked in and you and Jake were working. Uh, no careless whispers this time around, so that's all right. But um, let's hear about this matchup from your point of view. Now that we're getting closer, I know we've talked about it a little bit, but the matchup, the the, the feeling, the, the venue change, the how are you feeling? What, what's, what's going on? Venue change, date change, none of that was even on the radar. So yeah. Whatever. The date changed far enough away that it's not really an issue the venue is i think that's cool whatever i think yeah i think it's actually really sweet i like going to the seven chiefs but a hockey rink is the ultimate for combat sport in it my really opinion is, hey? yep. yeah, that's I agree. that seating that bowl um and back support man <laughs> boy no look kidding. seven hours of fights is awesome as long as you get, back support. You, you get your money's worth it's super sweet but sitting on Stadium benches is really rough. Shout to the fans. Yeah, no get kidding. your back lumbar support. Yeah, get one of those. Uh, you know, fold up. Yeah, stadium. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you buy them at McMahon or whatever. Canadian Tire. Yep. Um, how's Jake looking? Yeah, he's looking awesome. Yeah. What do you think? You saw? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I, I think, I think he looks sharp. Obviously, uh, you working with him, I know that. Uh, he doesn't have a choice but to push the envelope. Hey, by the way, if we hear some noises or anything, we have a, a third guy. We got a guest on, in the house. Just not on the podcast, Woody. Mr. McMillan's dog here. Cute little sausage. Well, he's pretty big, but so if there's any barking or weirdness, it's just a uh, good friend, Woody. He's a good boy. Uh, I, I think that I think that matchup itself is interesting. I love that. Uh, I think that, in my opinion, this is a proper number one versus number two match in Canada. Yeah. I think it's the right time for it. Um, yeah, man, I, I think this is great. I, I think this is one of the more premier matches, matchups in Canadian Muay Thai right now. 
I maybe the, maybe the matchup. I can agree. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I think okay, I, Jake wins. Yep. Hands down. I'm not saying it's going to be a walkover. I don't mean hands down in the sense like easy peasy, but yeah. no doubt in my mind. I'll get his arm raised. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, we've, we've gone through, me and you have gone through a few scenarios over sort of how this fight goes. And uh, it's interesting, man. It has lots of forks in the road is who's going to play what game and can they make that work? Because both guys can play several different styles of Muay Thai. So uh, I'm lucky enough to be the one calling it, man. I'm pretty stoked. I- I'm I'm literally going to be going to BC. I'm going to have the best time of my life on holidays, get a s- beautiful tan, and then I'm going to come back and I get to talk fights, get dressed up with my beautiful tan and call fights. Like I, I love that I'm walking from like my favorite thing in the world, being on vacation, to my... To next. your favorite thing in the world? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you going to get a custom tailored suit in your new slim body? I don't they have... Looking, a, this guy's looking good. Thanks for noticing, sir. This guy's looking good. Not, uh, no, but but I, I I do have a legit problem I have to solve where none of my nice... I don't have any clothes that fit. Like, yeah. Uh, that is a legit problem I got to solve before the 23rd. Uh, so, Kieran, if I can wear some board shorts, maybe uh, he'll allow that. We're good. <laughs> do you have any of that fit be hanging down your ass like you're all drunk <laughs> in the pool? <laughs> That those were all mine. I had to buy a whole bunch of new stuff. But uh thanks for noticing, buddy. I'm trying hard. Eat eat chicken breast, guys. It works. I'm just kidding. Moving on. Uh I, I don't want to make a prediction, but uh I I just I'm really excited that this fight's happening. I'm excited I get to call it. I love seeing you in the corner and like last time, man, corner. when you were looking at Spanish guy, like you wanted to just eat him right on the spot. I just that was <laughs> cool to see. <laughs> Not gonna do that this time. Well, I know, but but it, it's it's a different dynamic because I'm I'm it's always you having to be that guy and me in the corner like so it's we've always had that relationship when it's been fight night so it's cool to it's kind of like you know how I I explain it to my wife and I know it sounds stupid I'm not calling you my kid but I I like sometimes watching my kid play with other kids without him knowing I'm there I know what you mean you know what I mean yeah. so it's the same thing I I get to just see you be natural in that state instead of having to be involved in it. So I like that. I know what you mean. Yeah. And and as always, I'm always obsessed with, we live the exact same moment with two radically different stories. Yeah. I'm always obsessed with that. It's really cool being on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Best um, seat in the house. No joke. What do you think about the main event? Mark World McKay. title, super awesome. Yeah. Um, I keep, look, obviously I'm hyping Jake's fight up, but I'm hyping this up, man. First time, Canadian soil, WBC world title, be yep. part of history. Yep. I did see Why Jason would you not come? did say that Simon Marcus was a WBC champ, but I think, was he the only other world champ? Was he? Yes. WBC? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe not, not cruiserweight, though. Middleweight, maybe? Oh, wait, no, but was it fought on Canadian soil? No. Yeah. No, but I'm talking just champion. No. I'm saying first one to fight for it on Very Canadian true. soil. Very true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, which is awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, first first time the WBC is being fought for on Canadian soil. But, but I, I think besides if, let's say, Mark wins... Would it just be, I mean, I don't know if you know, would it just be Mark and Simon Marcus who would be the only WBC world champs from Canada? We'd have to do Double some digging. Kind of look into that. Because yeah. WBC is quite new. Super legit, but quite new. Uh, the I'm pretty sure, like years? I'm 99% sure more, a little bit more maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe close to 20. Oh. Uh, the first ever WBC Muay Thai world title was Yachtson Clive versus John Wayne Parr. Right. Yeah, I was. I just thought of that as you were saying it. You're right. On the finale, was, was that the for the contender? Or it finale? was? Oh, that's right. 
I remember it was before that. their first fight. Yeah. Because uh, Johnson Clyde brought the yeah. belt in. I won this from you. Yeah. Man. You yeah. cry. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Dude, that was a great show, man. I loved that for when reality, I, I would always. uh I pirate it. Yeah. Allegedly, I would pirate it. Every Tuesday, man, race home and watch it. And shout out to Trevor Spanish for being on that on that show. I, I love that guy. Um, I um, this one I will make a prediction. I don't think, and I know we both made a prediction. I don't think this gets out of the third round if it makes it that far. No, I think Mark sparks him, mate. There you go. Yep, Marks with the sparks. Um, <laughs> Sparky Marky. Uh, the same yeah. thing happens. Not the same punch. But the same thing happens. Just like boom, it's over. Yeah, that's how I see Mark's it going not going to feel him out. Just, just hit him. It's over. They're just going to fight. Yeah, one guy's going down, and it'll be early. In my opinion, how early are you thinking? One or two. Ooh. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man. I don't think hey, he's going the distance. This guy's the world champion, but I think Mark uh, just got this one. Yep, I agree. Mark's Canada world champ. That's going to be the awesome. World man. champ for a reason, but I know him. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be over yeah yeah I, I think mark finishes this uh if i had to make a real prediction i'm gonna say uh round three but i would not be surprised like you're talking round one or round two uh we also have for a canadian title fight aaron wilson fighting defending his title versus tyler ninja nicholson who we saw obviously fight as well uh, on the summer show there where people burn their feet and i had terrible blisters on my forehead um i'll remember that for next time bring a hat <laughs> or just sunscreen or sunscreen thank you thank you uh, what do you think of this fight, man? I think this is pretty interesting, this one. It is interesting because um, we haven't seen Ninja Nicholson fight since then. And when we did... We didn't get a whole much of a showing, but it was pretty impressive yep, showing. Yep. What was that, two rounds? A round and a half? Yeah, I think. I think. Or was it first round? Might have been first round even. If but it he, wasn't first round, it was first round plus a minute. Right. Less. And, and definitely showed like an array of weapons. You know? Yeah, threw everything at him. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious... I'm going to fully predict he would start the same way, having Hard. the height. Yep. Ninja Nicholson would yep. start the same way. Um, and if Aaron can withstand the onslaught, is that all Ninja Nicholson has? Like if, what's his name, Louis Grover was able to withstand that, deal with it, drag him into deeper waters. Right, did he, he see everything? Did he play all his cards yeah, right away? Did he? Yeah, exactly, show yeah. all his cards. So We've also seen Aaron Wilson... Um, fight another incredibly lanky feller. Yep. And come away with the win, deal with that. Smashed him. Yep. You're right. Yeah, he smashed him up pretty good. Yep. Yeah, um, he did. Um, deal with that length, so. You're a man of 50 plus fights now and coaching, um, <clears throat> you know, Jake <clears throat> and lots of other people now for that matter. How do you, what's your, what's your coaching strategy if you were, not, not if you were Aaron, let's say just in general, what's your, what's your, you're against Tyler uh, Nicholson. What would you say to the, the other corner before the first bell? Uh, my style would, I'd be, I'd be probably training a crazy amount of counters, yep. dealing with that pressure early. Mm -hmm. But I could also see them just like meet fire with firemen. I hope that's what happens. <laughs> I hope so too. Because Aaron's got decent hands and he hits hard. So yeah. why not just try and test his chin early? You there can you hit tall people. We've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Was Hanny taller than Aaron? Yeah. A little Def bit, right? I, I, I don't know if this is true. And I, Aaron, this is no disrespect, but I just assume everyone you fight is going to be taller than you. 
for the yeah, most part, he t- tends to be the shorter looking fellow. Yeah. But he's thick, dude. Like, wide shoulders. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's a strong guy. Yep, yep. Um, and now, how about on the other side? Well, you kind of just told, said it, right? Yeah. Put, put but pressure. I think we know what's going to happen with Ninja Nicholson. What's that? I think we're going to know. He's he's, he's going to come. He, he's going to come get you. He wants to put on a he show. He wants, yeah, finish. put on a show. He wants to do all the flashy stuff. Yep. Teeping the face, I'll be in the head. So, so it's it's uh, I and I agree. Uh, if if I had to make a prediction, it's going to be can Aaron weather that for the first bit, and then yeah. and then you know download a little info. I don't know how strong Aaron's clinch is or Ninja Nicholson's, yep. but I would want to wrap that lanky body up too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Rain yep. down knees into the thighs and stuff. Yeah, from body lock, you know. Yep. Slow him down a bit if he's using those legs. Dumps from the body lock, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't have enough uh, experience watching these guys, but I do think it's going to be a banger. I, and again, I don't think this one goes five rounds. Hell, I don't even know if it goes three either. I think these guys are going to... Aaron's Aaron has no problem. I mean, he wants to get close to you from what I can recall and bang it out. And Aaron or uh, Tyler seems to have no problem meeting you in the middle. Sweet. Going to be a gooder. Get rid of the ropes. They don't need, don't need him. Uh, hope. Excuse me. Beer. Hope Quinn is obviously fighting uh, Megan Pulo, Pulot. I, I know we've talked about her before on a podcast several ago. Like, I, I think this, but that matchup didn't happen, or maybe she was going to fight Lion Fight or something. Okay. I remember we've mentioned her name before. I don't know anything about her whatsoever. Um, You? No. I'll do my homework. I heard her name first time when she, I saw the Hope poster. Yeah. Um, But I can tell you Hope is strong. Just came back from a fight in Mexico, obviously not that long ago, so she's still staying fresh, staying busy. All that good stuff. You okay, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Taking a quick look. I think it's the ice machine, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay I thought here. somebody was coming in. I'm like, whoa. We're okay here. Um, now, um, so I don't know. I can't really make a prediction. I just know Hope is strong as hell. Her man's fighting for a world title, so you know she's going to be busting her ass as well. Um, yeah, what a great opportunity to take a fight, too. Yep, absolutely. Now, the intensity else? in that household. No joke. <laughs> Did you, you run? It's not yeah. Instead of did you, did you do this? Did you run today? <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> um, what? Uh, who, who else? Who else won for a title? You said five, uh, right? Quinn versus Cody. Thank you, Quinn and Cody. This is a great matchup too. God damn it! Uh, you know it's going to be uh, Cody's going to come with a cardio machine. That that's that's his style of fight. Um. Uh. uh I don't. I don't know how to call Quinn's style of fight. Good, good, solid fundamentals. Strong guy comes from a great camp. Um, but I, I guess I would say I definitely. I was going to buy those shorts, by the way. Um, I would say that I definitely know what's going to come. We all know what's coming from Cody, which is very hard to deal with. Is this going to be a thing of uh, Quinn trying to deal with Cody, or is it? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of matchup do you see happening here? Everybody has to deal with Cody. You're gonna have to. How do you deal with it? He's coming. He's closing the distance. We saw him versus Kyle Messenger, and he threw. He, he was landing right overhands like crazy. That was definitely a bread and butter spinning back elbow, I think. Even, but what do you do? What do you do? What does Quinn have to do to deal with Cody's? Experience? What do I do? Me personally, or okay, what, is, okay, what yes. does Quinn yeah, do? Start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're in the ring. Okay, you're fighting for. Piece him up. How? Uh, what, what do you do? You hit him with everything. Yeah. You can't stay in one spot, man. You have to be mobile. And if you're not going to be mobile, you better bloody be accurate. Yep. And make sure you hit hard. 
Um, obviously, you're retired, but I did get a lot of questions. Like, yeah, because you were the champ. Hey, Cody's the champ. What do you think about Cody versus Chris? And uh, now, listen, I, I'm just a coach, and so I'm going to speak as a coach for a, a half second here, and I'm not stirring anything up. But I feel like you were a sniper, and and a person with that kind of cardio uh, against you will do good for two rounds, and then and then they're going to start to slip a little bit. And you were better in the later half of fights. And so I, I would feel that that would be a good matchup for you because, like you just said, you have to be bloody accurate. And I felt like you weren't the you weren't the a KO monster in your career, but you were an absolute surgeon. Like you you ripped people up, you tore people up, you broke them down. And uh, and I think that's the style. If if you were to fight Cody, that that's that's what I, we would be working on. Um, you're not gonna out cardio him. That's his game. I wouldn't try to. That sounds exhausting. Sure does. Man. <laughs> he, he's got a hell of a gas tank, man. Um, now he's. I think he's coming off a, a world title loss down in L.A. and good, hard fight, man. Good, good experienced guy, Brian Del Rosio Rosario, something like that. Something like that. Yep. Good, good, strong dude. Uh, so who knows? It's been it, obviously because of COVID. There's been some inactivity with him, but that that wasn't that long ago, a year ago or so, maybe. Uh, Quinn, obviously coming off his fight. Tyson Green. With Tyson, who's also got a fight. Uh, give us a prediction, man. Oh, that's tough. Can I not? Sure. Thanks. I will. Okay. No, I won't. Okay. I won't. No, I won't. Not going to, guys. I I think it's pretty written out for everybody. We all see it on the board. We know what Cody's going to expect. We haven't seen anything different from him. Yes. Unless he comes with something different, that'd be fantastic. Yep. But I think we know what you're going to get. Yep. But can you deal with it? Right. That's the question. Quinn, we've seen him. We have seen different things from him. We've seen kind of stagnant, standing there, kind of look lost. Yep. We've also seen him move, be loose, be technical. And fight guys who, you know, like he fought Andrew Lewis, man, who's who's very, very, I mean, shit, you yeah. fought him. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that kind of fight. But then you saw him, like in his first fight against Tyson Green, Things like that, yeah. Kind of plotting around. Yeah. So if Quinn can deal with it, stay smart the whole time. But that's a that's so hard to remain composed when you have that hurricane coming at you. Yes, I I Cody. I agree that the whole fight is going to revolve around how Quinn can deal with Cody. I think I think that determines the fight. Um, because Cody's a monster to deal with, man. That's uh, uh, cardio is king, man. That's for sure. So. But Christ, look at them, both of them. Got imposing no body joke, frames, man. man. They're yep. yeah, in good, good shape. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one to yep. watch. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one, man. Yeah, awesome. Um, I, I do have an opinion, but here I'll, I'll go as far as to just say, uh, uh, Quinn, you got your work cut out for you, man. You know, not not that you can't win, but it's tough. You're gonna you're gonna have to fight for that title. That's for sure. Hey, it's there for you. But he's not. Cody's not gonna run over Quinn. Nope. He's gonna have to work his ass off for it too. Yep. Yep, I agree. For sure. Yep, good, great fight, great fight. Oh, he's a big guy. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we have some other ones as well. Like uh, obviously, Tyson Green's gonna fight uh, Peter Arbo, making a long time comeback. That should be a fun one. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, I think that one's at one sixty eight. Is what Kieran said. Good to see both those guys in there. Any other matchups we're missing here um, that we need that we should discuss real quick? Uh, come on. <clears throat> um, one of elite guy Mark versus. 
Oh, yeah, Chris Williams. Yeah, Chris Williams. Dude, I haven't heard that name in a long time. He Were was, you going to fight him a long time ago? He was buzzing around the 154 yep. for a while. Um, he did a huge stint in Thailand, I think, yep. back in the day. Big I remember him fire. having, like... He'd make Eric Roca's legs look small. Yeah, exactly. His legs were enormous, man. I yeah. remember him being a thicky. Yeah, yeah, thick, um, thick dude. Now, now but I haven't heard of that name in a while. No, me he's neither. Been up to. And looking thin as hell. And Mark's a huge guy. Yeah, yeah. Not physically huge, but he's tall yeah. and like big, big guy. Yeah. So I yeah. wonder what that fight's at. 60, 65, 68, something. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's an interesting matchup. Chris Williams coming with a lot of experience. That should be fun. Obviously, been a while. Good to see him. Uh, all right, man, let's move on. So, obviously, we have in August coming up uh, as well the WBC Youth World Championship. I feel about this. You oh, got I'm getting, two. getting excited, man. So, before we get moving, we have a fundraiser for the two kids that we have competing out of our gym. What's going on? So, we're going to do a spar-a-thon. We've done these in the past. It's just a really fun way to raise funds um, for their training costs. Uh costs a couple bucks to get into this sure. tournament, track suits and... Uh, private lessons. One yeah, all lessons, that jazz. Yeah. Um, Obviously, these kids aren't paying for themselves. They're not quite old enough to have jobs and stuff. So That means it's their parents. It's nice to kick back to their parents. Um, so they have to hit the streets and hustle. If they're going to get um, pledges, you guys can donate per round or a lump sum. So I, I donated a buck a round. Yep. But a little side bet, if you want to call it, uh, I'll give you 10 cents. I'll give you 5 cents for every 10 kicks you throw. Oh, yeah. At the end of sparring, so you can oh, wow. get a couple bucks out of me that way. That's a good idea. So Awesome, I'll donate. We'll see how many rounds they can get on a normal sparring night, but hopefully we can get a lot of bodies out and kind of just hype it up, have awareness before yeah. it's only a week away after that. So um, Have some fun, push them, have a little team sort of gathering. Nice yeah, it'll be hype, fun. Hype They'll be in prime shape. Well, they freaking better be. It's only a week away, right? <laughs> so it'll be some good sparring. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, somewhat, we'll maybe throw up a, a thing. You don't feel like you have to donate, but if you want to, feel free. We'll, uh, we'll make a little post. Uh, and also we have on that same weekend, I believe it is Sunshine. Sunshine. Sunshine coming uh, to do a seminar here. Um, I just want to say, I love all of you people who send me messages saying, Hey, can you get me into this? I, the answer is no. What I have to do is the same thing you do. Go on MuayThaiWorldCup.com, click on the link and sign up. I don't. I don't know why you you would think I have a special in on this thing, but so please stop. Love you guys. Just stop doing that. <laughs> I but, that would drive me so bonkers. Yep, yeah, I've had about fifteen of those. Fifteen? Yeah, probably fifteen of those. Yeah, I can't help you. Do it. Do it how everybody else has to, including myself. But uh, yeah, should be fun. Uh, it's cool to have a guy like Sanchai here. And again, it's just funny how you see, in my opinion, like uh, the Jake Paul thing, and I know uh, you. You know, he kind of knew that wasn't going to happen, but it was cool to see just these things come to fruition in our town. Like, you're just like crazy. You know, Sanchai is coming to Calgary. It's crazy. Or, or is it? Is it here? Yeah, man. It's at Winsport. Oh, okay. Winsport. Right. Thanks. I forgot where it was. Uh, what's the date of that? Whatever the Friday is. 12. I think the Friday is the 12th, August 12th. August 12th. Okay. Saturday 13th, which is the preliminary bouts. And then. The fourteenth is Sunday, which will be the finals and medal ceremony. Perfect. So go check out MuayThaiWorldCup.com to see how you can be involved in uh, or be part of the seminar. One time only. I think there's. I, I heard a hundred openings. Yeah, I think it's capped at a hundo, so and a lot of people have been buzzing about it. So get on it. Don't sleep. Um, all right, man. Let's uh, let's also talk about some upcoming here, July sixteenth. For those who care, uh, Ryan Garcia. 
is fighting heavier Fortuna. We're talking about boxing here. Uh, Man, he's been talking a lot of shit. Yeah, he talked to the wrong guy. Hey, like it was all fun and games until you talk smack about Canelo. Well, not that dude, but Tank. Yeah, he's not even entertaining. That you can tell. I kind of want him to. I agree. He'd smash him. Make some money. Yeah. Yeah. Go down a notch by fighting somebody down a notch. Make some money. There you go. There's then there's there's some good matchups for them, but uh, obviously Ryan Garcia mostly just gets made uh made fun of for being sort of just the Instagram champion. Talks a lot. I mean, he was part of Canelo's camp, and let's be real, uh, Canelo's a businessman, so he left Canelo's camp or got kicked out either way. Um, There was obviously an issue that Canelo sees that uh, he couldn't be there. So that says enough for, I'm sure, most people. So is Canelo saying he's not that good because he's kind of pissed at him or was he being Well, that truthful? interview, like he just said, oh, you know, I decided to leave and I'll, I'm a champ and he doesn't know what he's talking about, Canelo. Oh. And I'm a world champ before you were and Canelo's just like, what are you doing? Like, <sighs> you're just a kid. But I'll tell you what, when you win a world title, then come talk to me. Until then. Well, exactly. Just you be quiet. Don't even have a world title yet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna tune in because I want to see him get smashed. I hope. I'm sure he won't, but I'd love to see him. And to be, to be, I'm, we've talked about this before. I hate his hooks. I hate how he throws stupid punches. Like, they're, they're, it's fast as hell, but I just hate how it looks. Oh, you're crazy. I hate how it looks. Uh, also on July 30th, Danny Garcia versus uh, uh, Joseph Benavidez. Uh, Danny Garcia I'm, obviously had some good, fun matchups. He's kind of getting near the, not near the end, but a little older. That's a fairly fun one. Uh, here's now. Here's an interesting one. August sixth, Jake Paul versus Hasim Rahman Jr. I found out about this last night. I googled. Me too. His dad was a pro, world champ, right? Yeah. Do you remember him? He beat I Lennox don't, Lewis. But I, well, I read that. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't. He also. I swear you've seen it, man. He also was the guy who ended up with a weird giant like mushroom hematoma, hematoma on his head, bro. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. But, but, I mean, he, he was good. He knocked out Lennox Lewis, his dad. Now, he was going to fight Tommy Fury. I hear Tommy Fury's having problems getting into the U.S. visa issues or something. Okay. They want him to clear something up. Now I think about it. I wonder if it has to do with that crazy boxing gangster thing in the U.K. With Remember MTK Global? You hear about that? No. Well, I'll have to do some research here, but I can't remember the guy's name. Flanahan... Mechanican, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> some guy apparently who ran, I don't know, some boxing thing. I, I don't know. I'm going to dust over it just till I do my homework. I was into it, but like uh, Tyson Fury was involved, but apparently this guy ran a promotion. I think it was MTK or, or MTK was involved with him and didn't know. But anyway, this guy was a giant organized crime guy. Like uh, as far as I recall, like extortion, murder, like... So this kind of came out, and now I think like he's the feds or something are looking for him, and they can't find him, and he's wanted all over the world. And uh, I wonder if that has to do anything with it, why they won't let Tommy Fury in the U.S. Are you looking it up? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, anyway. Well, I also think I've heard Tommy a little scared. Might be a little well, scared. He should be. He sucks, bro. He's <laughs> Jake Paul was going to murder him, man. He think was. So? I think this fight is way more dangerous for Jake Paul and a real legit. Well, the not the headline that I clicked on to read the article about this fight was Jake Paul finally is facing. Yeah, like a, a real a boxer. boxer. Yeah, yeah. Um, is he good? I don't know. Is he better than Tommy Fury? Without a doubt. 
Um, so uh, I don't know, man, but I, I, I'd be interested to see. Uh, Jake Paul just looks like an inbred stepchild to me, man. I, 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 I can't stand that guy, just even how he looks. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I hope he just gets smashed to pieces. I'm um, not a fan. Another giant rematch here. Now, this one I'm a little bit interested in, and I asked Kieran about this one, was uh, August 20th, uh, Usyk versus Joshua rematch. What do you think about That's this? That's big. August 20th. Ooh. Same result. Yeah? Yeah. Um, As number one. Okay, okay. So um, this is interesting because, again, five live boxing. I'm telling you, if you like boxing, it's a fun podcast. And they're all English, so they use all the fun English terms that we don't use, slangs and stuff. Right! That's fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just all of them. Right, son. You know, just all that. Love it. Anyway, uh, uh, so they're talking to Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn's obviously DAZN, right? Is that his company, or he just promotes for DAZN? Uh, maybe not. No, he's got something completely different. Yeah. I'm sure he... Anyway, uh, he was just like, listen, Anthony Joshua has changed camps. Uh, he's doing this new thing. Oh, right, right. He's gonna, he's he's way bigger than Usyk. He's going to climb on him. He's going to make it ugly. He's going to jump on him right away. He had me kind of convinced, like, okay, you guys obviously have made an error and maybe have found something, but, but I know he's a promoter, so of course he's going to hype up his man. That's his man. But do you remember Carl Frotch? Carl the Cobra Frotch. Do I remember? Yeah, of course. Of course. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so he was part of the big middleweight Super 6 way back in the day. And I love that he still has that sort of salty, in-your-face attitude that he's retired. When you ask him questions or if he has a question for you, the thing that most people don't, you know, they, they kind of dance around, he's just going to come forward and say it. And just things just things like, uh, what are you going to do differently, Joshua, and stuff like that. And, and he said what I thought was really cool was, uh, I'm sold. Joshua sounds great. And then they talked to the trainer and this new trainer. Oh, and he was like, listen, this is this is my um, the biggest fight I've ever worked in the corner and in my you know my first time working with a heavyweight or whatever. And Carl Froch said, I think this fight's going to go the same as round two. Joshua's co- uh, coach is more concerned about this is my biggest fight. This is my opportunity. This is my heavyweight now. Has It's not supposed to have anything to do with you. It's supposed to be about your fighter. And so Carl Froch has predicted that his corner is going to lose the fight for him because they're going to get caught in the limelight. Not not the the day of, but they've already been caught in it. And it's just going to get worse. Mm. So he predicts that uh, Usyk stays champ versus Anthony Joshua. And I was... I love hearing that kind of stuff from... Then that's why I was curious about you with your predictions and what you think and how to coach. Because with 50 fights, man, you're even from me, your perspective is different than mine. Uh, and much more real. <laughs> I... Uh... I love that shit, man. Me too. Me too. I like thinking that way too. I all I'm always interested in hearing about the in the minds of fighters. You know, I, I always want to know. Uh, I'm gonna say it's the same. Usyk the same. Here's why: this guy is fighting for a goddamn nation in front of the world. He's the first one to do this. Like Triple G has this thing coming up with right. Canelo, but yep. he's first up, right? Uh, what's his face hasn't fought yet. No, that's right. But Lemachenko. That's right. Lemeshenko. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And just, and I hear, I think from the podcast, again, this five live podcast that he wasn't going to, you know, and it's his whole country that are like, please, we need this. And the word on the street is the second he's done, he's going back to Ukraine, back on the front lines. Yeah. What a savage. Be great if he was fighting a Russian. Oh, <laughs> they probably wouldn't allow it. Yeah, they wouldn't allow it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Derek Chisora is fighting Pulev. Is he Russian? But anyway, don't cause fights. 
I, I hope just for the whole thing of what's happening right now, uh, Usyk wins. It just it would it's it would be great. He's fighting for so much bigger, so I think that'd be cool. I think he's slick and smart enough. He and Joshua. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I know. I know. I hear you. But I got to pick Usyk. I don't think. Jo- I think Joshua is always a little scared. He did clearly make some changes against Andrew Ruiz, but Andrew Ruiz also made some changes himself. Yeah, boy, did he. My Negative goodness. changes. My goodness, turned to a beach ball. Loving the champ, champ life. Champ life, and no joke. Um, all right, man. And the next, obviously, September 17th, uh, Canelo fighting Triple G. Oh, yes. Triple I, don't, I don't care if that doesn't get people jazzed. I'm jazzed. That's... Triple G is going to get smashed. Uh... I don't think smash, but I think he's going to get outpointed, hands down. I don't think knocked out, but just um, when we can talk about this, I think he's going to get uh, Max Holloway. Just oh yeah, just smacked, smacked around. Yep. Um, but although I would question, it seems like Canelo's a little emotional. I wonder if that might play a bit of a factor. He seems to be a little amped for this one. Oh, he's coming off a loss. He hasn't lost in a while. Yep, that's true. I hope I just got a text message. I hope that means my phone works now. Whoa. Uh, I'm going to take Canelo. Now, this is for his four belts, four championship belts at super middleweight. Like, like on paper, forget who these guys are. This is flipping huge. You're fighting for four world titles. This is big. That's unified. That, that, those are the belts, yeah? Um, at 160? 168. Okay. I think super middleweight. That's the only division he's unified in, no? Right. So I, I'm, Yeah, so I'm sure this is for all his belts. Ocean. I think I could be wrong, but we could always look into that. How uh, sweet would that be? Oh, Winning yeah. all the belts. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, that's what I'm gonna combosis, right? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's go. I read on. a stat about Canelo getting unified. Like it was a thing. Like who got unified the best way oh? in their respective weights? And it was like who they fought to take away all those belts okay. to unify them all. And Canelo had like the hardest road. Who who do you have? Oh, he beat Kovalev. That's crazy, man. He, he beat uh, Calum Smith. Ripped his oh yeah bicep. That's I was right. talking about this with the kids the other day. Wing blocks and stuff. Like Canelo punched the guy's bicep off his arm. That's yeah, off man. his bone on purpose. Yeah, well, injured him. Like, like he, tr- he was hitting him on the arms on purpose. Blocking isn't always number one. Yeah, it's okay to move out of the way. <laughs> yeah, hurts less. Um, uh, who did he break his eye? Billy Joe. Billy oh, yeah. Joel, Billy Joe. Yeah, Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, um, Caleb Plant? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But all those guys got Caleb severely Plant. beat up. Yeah, man, they sure did. Beat up bad. He's a bad dude. Canelo's a bad dude. He's the baddest. And and this fight against Bivol, too, like, uh, no no skin off my back as far as, I'm not a, I, I appreciate Canelo for sure. I, mean, I know I'm not necessarily a fan, but I, I, I am a fan, but you know what I mean, just not a dick writer. But, uh, but I understand why people would be, like, I get it, I really do. Um, it's like so his fight versus Bivol, like man, you're chasing greatness going up. That that means nothing to me that you lost to that guy. Um, you know, geez, if anything, I think aren't they talking about Bivol now fighting a? Uh, I don't know the name, but say it. Yeah, yeah, I'm lost. Yeah, who am I thinking? Come on, it's right there. Help me out. I heard that too. Uh, a Russian guy, like another another uh, Soviet guy or or Eastern Bloc. Dang, who am I thinking? Damn it, it'll come. Okay, yeah, shoot. Okay. Anyway, a hell of a fight. Also, big, yeah. big, big, awesome fight. Yeah. Oh, oh, better be of. Archer, better be of. 
My God, I would love to see that. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that one as well. But anyway, uh, all right, so where the hell were we? Oh, Canelo, his, hard, his crazy hard road. Uh, man, bad, bad dude. And it's crazy to think he's got to be near the end soon, man. What, what else? He's picking fights in all weight classes. Like, Maybe after he has this trilogy, he's going to make a bunch of money and ride off. Should. Play golf. Should, man. It, and, and think what you would do for like a Mexican, maybe it's not his road, but the people who want to come and be Canelo, train with Canelo, be beside Canelo, like you, you could probably do something with that. You know what I mean? What? Who knows? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Golf. He like, sure likes golfing. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't, there's no one, a whole lot of people to hang around for. I agree. Yep. I agree. And I think the Bivol fight is, it's not there for him, man. He's too, it's, it's just too not small. there for him. Yeah, just not there for him. That's okay. Uh, that's why we have weight classes. July 16th, MMA. Uh, Brian T. City Ortega versus Yair Pantera Rodriguez. Um, the only thing I care about is Yair's back elbow knockout. <laughs> the that was Duck sick. Under one? That's crazy. I just saw it again. I think I'm the only one who doesn't really like it. Watch him. What's wrong with you? Total fluke. Oopsie daisy. Was it really? 100%. That's man. what I need to know. Come on. If you just flared your elbow because like, ah, I, well, yeah, but it looked kind of planned, man. I don't think he planned that. I think he was just down there. I was like, let's give this a go. I'm going to have to rewatch that. I'm going to rewatch it. He was out cold, bro. Out cold. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive, but it, it's not like the craziest thing I've ever seen. But... No, not the craziest, but I guess that's what I'm going to send him a message. And it looked like it barely touched him. True. I'm going to send him a message. I want to know, like, is that something you practice or, or were you just down there? I'm not saying like, was it like a, when he comes in, I'm going to duck, I'm going to do one of these. Or was I don't it like... I think it's something he practiced because he would have done that early in the fight. Wasn't that like the last 10 seconds and they were just going for broke? Yeah. But I want to know. I'm going to send him a message. Better answer me or you don't get a shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, I just want to give a shout out as well on the fight card to just Dustin Jacoby. Uh, I saw a recent post on him, a kickboxing Muay Thai post, where he was kind of getting shade at a little bit for not being the greatest kickboxer. Listen, man, that guy went from MMA to being a shitty MMA striker in glory to getting good, man. He improved fast and, and had some had a couple good wins and some good showings. I want, I'm going to give that guy a shout. I'm going back to MMA, man. That that guy did the hard way of, of transitioning. Good for him. That's tough. That's a tough road. Um, Saturday, July 23rd, UFC. Here's all I really want to talk about. Uh, somebody who made the main card. Have you heard of this guy before? Kyle Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> Chris smashed him to pieces. That was pro debut. Live on the Fight Network. Um, He's fighting? Yeah, he is. Yeah, on the main card. Uh, Jack Hermanson versus Darren Till. I won't be watching. Yeah. Whatever. Got more Thai World Cup. Oh, yeah. It's on the 23rd. Yeah, man. Paddy the Body is fighting Jordan Levitt, Levitt, whatever. Have you seen this guy? I'm sure you have. Jordan Levitt. He... He kind of looks uh, very unassuming. He's very flamboyant. Does a lot of like uh, flamboyant stuff. But he is a, I think, his, I think his nickname is like the monkey god or something like that. Or Anyway, he's a bad dude. He looks completely, he reminds me of Barry from the Goldbergs. You ever seen the Goldbergs? No. Just completely unassuming looking dude. But he is a bad man. He had like a knockout, walked a dude over. He had him in like standing guard. Walked him over and slammed him on the ground and knocked him out. Oh, wow. Like bad, yeah. He's a bad dude. Like you, the guy was hanging on him like a front backpack. Yeah, and then just fell on him. Yeah, like like a, yeah, I'm pretty sure like like braced his forearm into his neck and just slammed him on the ground and knocked him out, out cold. Whew. He's a bad dude, but doesn't but doesn't look like he should be whatsoever. It's awesome. Cool. Uh, I do want to I do want to see that. Uh, Gustafson as well making a comeback, but you know, oh, yeah, okay. 
Real quick, July 30th, Amanda Nunes doing her thing. Rematch, yep, right? Yep. Uh, Amanda Nunes has something to get up for, so she's going to smash. Yeah, I think it's going to go real bad. Yep, real bad. Got to turn her right into a pretzel. <laughs> uh, Brandon Moreno is fighting Kai Kara France. Um, I like Kai, man. I do too. Yep. I want to see him win. Good striker. Yep. Yep, bad dude. And, of course, Derek Lewis is fighting. Love that guy. Black beast. Yeah. Oh my god! I laughed so hard at a recent post I seen of him. I don't know if it was recent, but holy shit, did I laugh? He was at a movie theater smiling, and he's. It says like, uh, I made sure I made friends with this guy before the movie, and it's like a white ginger kid sitting beside him. You know, like shooting up a movie theater. Did you see that? No. <laughs> I made sure I made friends with this guy before the movie. <laughs> like, obviously, so he doesn't shoot him. <laughs> he posts the craziest stuff. Oh, that was so funny! I laughed so hard at that. That was a good one. And uh, Anthony Smith is fighting. Who cares? But did you hear about this Anthony Smith story about Donald Cerrone and Dan Balzerian? And I think someone else. No. So you know Anthony Smith? Big guy got beat up by John Jones? Yep. Okay, so he's a commentator. Well, well smoking guy. Nice guy. Barely got beat up. John Jones was slacking that fight. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so his mom... So during that fight, matter of fact, the John Jones fight... So his mom and grandma were there. They got front row seats for the son's world title fight, Anson's world title fight. In comes Cerrone and Bolzerian, and I think someone else, just shit-faced. And, like, basically telling his grandma and stuff to get the hell out of the way and, like, bullied them out of their seats. Like, like Anthony Smith brought this up, like, on air. Like, he was pissed. Like, I guess... That's not good to hear, man. No, and I guess they were like, hey, these are our seats, and they were just like, shut up, we don't care, beat it. Like, just didn't care at all. Like, like mm. uh, if that's at all true, which I assume it is, um, Donald Cerrone can kick rocks, man. I'm not a fan of you. If you really did do that, oh, I was drunk. I don't care. But he gives me, he, I'm sure he's that kind of guy. No, I don't know. But he gives off that vibe. No? Just doesn't care? But Don't know. Who knows? I'm just guessing. But if that's at all, Dan Balzerian, I don't even care about. But you'd hope Donald Cerrone would be better than that. But I hope, I hope that's not true. But if, uh, uh, if that is true, uh. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> Kicking an old lady out of her seat. Yeah, man. Rude. And it, apparently it was like, they made it clear. Like, they they made it clear who they were and what they were doing there, watching their son fight for a world title. And just didn't matter. So, oh. that's shitty. Anyway, moving on. Uh, 1FC. Let's talk some 1FC real quick. July 22nd, Janet Todd fighting Lara Fernandez. Pizza Power. Pizza Pizza Power. That's her nickname. Did you see her fight in... Yeah, Scotland. Yeah, so you were there for that fight. That was the fight, hey? She lost Fantastic. to Amy Tierney? Yeah. What's your thought on this fight versus Jenna Todd? Ooh, it's going to be good. Yeah? No idea who Laura Fernandez was till I saw her fight, Amy Tierney. Record of uh, 40 wins, 13 losses. Uh, she was a uh, 2021 IFMA world champ. WBC world champ. Yeah, she's legit. She's I legit. don't know how tall Janet Todd is. I don't think she's very tall, but I think she might have some height on her. Two inches. Yeah, Janet Todd, 36 years old, five foot three, 113 pounds normally. Okay. 38 wins, 11 losses. So these are very, very similar records, which means they probably fought a lot of similar people, I would imagine. Muay Thai or kickboxing? Oh, I don't know. Because Janet Todd's a kickboxing champ, right? Yeah. Not the Muay Thai champ. You're right. I don't know. I could find that out right now, I suppose. <clears throat> or we could, whatever. But either way. Hell of a matchup. Um, do you think it makes a difference whether it's Muay Thai or kickboxing as no, to the winner? No. Who you got? Probably not. Uh, 
I like Giant Todd, man. I think I will go against her this one, though. Yeah? Any particular reason? Just because you saw Lyra fight live? And yeah, probably because I've only seen her fight live. <laughs> well, whatever. Sure. But Amy Pierney was putting it on her and kind of got tired. Still, we talked about this yep. a long time ago, but that Laura chick just kept coming. She wanted to win. Like, she had the will to win. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah, hell of a matchup, man. Also, we have a... Uh, Mung Tai fighting someone I don't know. Why would we know Mung Tai? Because he's the poor fella that damn near knocked out Liam Harrison until uh, the tide changed. <laughs> poor guy. Uh, obviously, we, we we took that, beat that to death. Um, but Mung Tai, 28 years old. Elbow Zombie is his nickname. 5'8", 145 pounds-ish normally. 200 wins, 43 losses. Um, fighting Vladimir Kuzmin. Do you know anything about Vladimir? Negative. Go, Mung Tai. Next. Sin somewhat clean me now. Oh, okay, guys, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't. I got to pee. I had a beer. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, right. Sorry, guys. almost had an oil leak. Um, all right. So uh, <laughs> we have uh, Sin somewhat clean me fighting. Now, as of right now, Islam uh, Mertazayev. I've seen that guy fight before, Islam. But uh, I saw that Liam Nolan just wrote that he had a matchup versus uh, Sin somewhat. Um so, hell, let's just talk about that one because I don't know anything about Islam. Uh, I assume Liam Nolan will smash that guy to pieces. What do you think? I, I don't know, man. Sin Smith just smashed Nikki Holson to pieces. Yeah. Nikki Holson's aging. Yeah. Liam Nolan's on the up-up. Yeah, boy, ever, man. That's going to be a good fight. I I think it's either going to be a good fight or Liam Nolan smashes him. But I, I'm always hoping for a good fight. Uh, I care about that more than... I, I hate walkovers. I, I like good fights. They say it's going to be a walkover. You don't think so? No. I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not basing this off Liam Nolan's last performance because be, I thought that was a setup, man. I mean, that was Liam, a gimme? Yeah. Yeah, that was meant to be a highlight. Uh, man, I, I don't know, but I, I, think, um, I think the iron is real hot on Liam Nolan, and so uh, I think he's going to strike good and strong. Uh, now that's all I have for that one. There was a couple matchups, obviously, as well that have been uh, we've been talking about. They brought the quarterfinals for one championship. Yep. Um As we're talking, maybe I'll just bring them up real quick on the the one championship Instagram page. Uh, well, obviously, I saw so one that I kind of caught my attention that I thought was kind of surprising was uh, what's his name? You know what I mean? Yeah. Jonathan Haggerty versus Amir Nasiri. Yeah, it's an alternate bout, which is kind of strange because didn't they have two alternate bouts on the yeah. first card? Yeah, that's right, including like uh, Pampayak was one of them. Oh, here we go. So Friday, August 26th. Oh, yes. So first of all, Adrian uh, Marias versus Demetrius Johnson, MMA. Neat. Uh, have Rematch, right? Huh? Rematch, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to take Adriano, but I really... Don't care. Didn't he KO him with a knee on the ground? Yeah, you're, yeah. I don't know if someone forgot it not in the UFC, bro. You're allowed grounded knees. Yeah. Uh, I, the reality is, I don't really care. You know. I don't <laughs> either. I don't have enough of an opinion. However, the co-main event. Nongo. Nongo. Kayanga Dao versus Liam Harrison. Nongo. Nongo. I'm taking Nongo, man. Uh, he's had a lot of nice things to say about Liam Harrison. It's his favorite fighter. He's the most dangerous. Yeah, man. His kicks are crazy, but... Nong O is a monster. 
I, I wish he got more praise from like the golden era guys of being one of the best ever. He really deserves it. I wonder why. I wonder if it's because he left Thailand to go to Evolve, Evolve maybe a little early. I don't know, man. I also wonder if there's just social media now that it just seems like everybody can be that guy. Everybody can be a superstar now hmm. instead of, you know. But yeah, who knows? But oh, he's uh, so good. He, I'm such a fan. Um, how do you think this fight goes? I could see a late KO. Four yeah. or five. Yeah, yeah. From Nango. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm only guessing, and in, in out of the most, I've said it before, out of the most respect uh, uh, possible, I've been a Liam fan before it was cool to be a Liam fan. Uh, <laughs> I always throw that in there. I want people to know that. <laughs> I think Nango wins by knockout. And if he doesn't, or up until the knockout, it's not even a close fight, and Liam calls it a career. I think Liam's last fight will be Friday, August 26th. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But, I, I agree. But I I'm guessing. See it. Yeah. Uh, and we also have now Rotang, Jit Moing Nun versus Savas Michael. This is a big, big fight. We've talked about this one. Uh, now, this is obviously a semifinal match for the, the tournament here, lightweight tournament. Um, what do you think? Flyweight, sorry. What do you think of this fight? Are these three rounds, by the way? I think so. They have to be, yeah. yeah. All their Muay Thai fights are, unless it's title. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I forget that. Uh, Rod Tang, KO. I think Rod Tang has to put a pace on him from round one or he's going to lose. Like Savas might be able to jab the piss out of him, but yeah, he, Rod Tang's going to walk through you. Yeah, this is gonna be really fun to see what, how. This is quite interesting style. Best Michael uh, plays this one out. Yeah, man. Like we we've seen we've seen on Instagram and everything, man. He has been working with Jarn Watt just like a hundred times a day, every day for the last many years. Like there's there's been a lot coming up to this. Um, I'm gonna take Rod Tang. I don't know how you can't. Everybody ta- talks of Rod Tang as the knockout machine. Uh, which he is, but he's he beat Gaunar, who at the time was considered the smartest fighter in Thailand. He was still very smart, uh, obviously. So he can be that guy. And uh, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Savas Michael. I'm going to take Rod Tang, but I, I'd love to see either guy win this one. Uh, a couple MMA fights. Uh, Kirill Grishenko. I, I like him as a heavyweight MMA guy. Fun. Uh, anyway. And then uh, the alternate, <laughs> alternate fight here. Amir Nasiri versus Jonathan Haggerty. I can't see anything but destruction for Haggerty. He's going to smash him to I pieces. Agree. Yeah, smash him. I don't know why it's an alternate. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Well, I, I remember Haggerty didn't make weight. He had that weight issue. Was that confirmed? It was oh. medical, right? He didn't get cleared to fight. That's true. We that's, all just assumed. That's true. I'm making back that up. Back then, I don't know. but That's true. Making making up uh, pokies, pokey pies, maybe. I don't think you're going to get your way into the final. No, that's but true. But whatever, you They're get a fight, a fight and... Uh, Come on, man. If Haggerty smashes him and like maybe Savas Michael has a close one with Rotang. I want to see that fight so bad. Those two have to fight, <laughs> so man. Bad. They have to fight. And then we have uh, Deandra Martin versus Amber Kitchen. Uh, and this one's at 128 pound catch weight. I don't know anything about Deandra Martin. Do you? Australian? Nope, nope, nope. nope. I know enough about Amber Kitchen that uh, I think her mom's pretty hot. <laughs> Amber Kitchen, obviously very, very good looking as well. But uh, 
I got to be honest, man. I always take a look at Amber Kitchen's videos and think they're on like 1.5 speed. It looks like she's going fast forward. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, she's very fast. Um, and obviously, with a mom like, you know, we got to meet, obviously. Uh, Julie. Yeah, Julie the Kitchen. Um, on your pro debut when you beat Kyle Nelson there. She, yeah, pull she's that a very sweet lady. Yeah. I like Amber Kitchen too, I think. Um, yeah. That'd be an exciting fight. I don't. I, I've only seen Amber between the two, but I can tell you that there's not too many females on the planet that have the speed and skills that Amber has. So I'm just gonna f- take Amber. Cool. Yep. Uh, but we have another one. Oh. On also Friday, August 26th. What is it? Uh, same fight card. Or whatever. How they do this two instead of one. Superlek Kiamukau versus Walter Goncalves. Oh right. For the tournament. That's we, the other tournament. And there's like Okre Yoon and Christian Lee, MMA and Ton Lee and you know, blah, blah, blah. Super like Kit Mukau. Walter Goncalves, who we got? Super like. They are setting up Super like versus Rodtang. That's what, that, that's what I, I saw from the beginning of they this thing. They want a tie final? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Super like, obviously the Kit Mukau camp is known for their right kicks. And uh, like you mentioned last time, he did a good job of mixing it up you know, just not just using the right kick versus uh, who do you fight? Oh crap! Man, it was a while ago. Yeah. Damn it. Huh. Okay. We don't want dead air. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Uh, another alternate fight: Pempayak Jitmoignon versus uh, Shirzad Kabudov. I don't know Shirzad, but uh, I think Pempayak uh, right now is. He's popular, of course, but I think he should be, he should be like Rod Tank popularity, uh, just not there yet. But but I think he's awesome. I think he's smart uh, and just a, such a slick tie. Uh, he beat Taiko Taiki Taiki Naito. Naito. That's, that's right. what it was. That's what... Um, and we have Pet Yindi versus Semipet Fairtex. This is a good fight. Uh, Ridawada obviously fairly new to one championship, fighting Semipet, who's had a couple, a couple stints. Um, what do you think of this fight? It was a good fight. I agree. Uh, don't care who wins. Excited to watch. <laughs> Say their names again. I'm sorry. Ridawada. Right. Simon Pet. Simon Pet. Yeah. I take Simon Pet. Me too. He's a tank. He sure is. And looking the at gatekeeper shape. of that. Yeah, division. I agree. And had a, a couple of hard fights. I think he's going to come back hard in this one. I'm going to take Simon Pet. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking through this here. And that's uh, that's pretty much I think all I got here. For uh, for one championship, um, awesome man. Now we that was listen we we haven't me and you haven't sat down here for a long time. That whole freaking thing was upcoming events. <laughs> Anything we want to dust on as far as past events? Obviously the the most I, recent. I UFC. watched last weekend's UFC. Yeah, I was pretty hyped for those. Ah, uh, they did a good job of uh, selling me the pay per view with the awesome undercard, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm buying it. And God, the main card turned into. A bit of a letdown for me. Main card wasn't the best. No, but the the undercard was great. Uh, what did you think of the first fight there, Sugar Sean O'Malley? On the main card, that was a bullshit eye gouge. It wasn't an eye gouge. I think he was looking for a way out. It wasn't an eye gouge until you saw the picture the next day. Oh, was it bad? It's a big fat closed eye. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I know. Caught me by surprise too. I thought it was bullshit. Sorry, man. I thought I he was totally buying his way out. I'm sure we all did, but yeah, the the picture's pretty bad. Yeah, his his eye like his eyelids just giant, like swollen eyelid closed. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they post that on purpose. Like I think he even wrote something like, "Yeah, you guys are all 
you know, saying that was bullshit and looking for a way out. Like, look. I totally read it as like, oh man, things aren't going my way. I'm going to. I found a way out. Yep. I did too. I did too. Uh, but, oh well. And, and I don't know why, but boy, this sure happens in UFC a lot. It just change your goddamn gloves. They just refuse to change them. Like, yeah, they, why? They, I don't know. It's got to be an ego thing. They always have this. It only happens. Like, it never happens in one. I mean, sometimes. But the amount of one fights and one cards they have compared to UFC, like, geez, it, it never happens. Change your gloves. Never happened in Pride. Like, even with, uh, like, Joe Rogan's always harping on that. Yeah. Even with that, like, mm, the outreach he's getting, like, the yeah. there's got to be a million people, millions of people being like, come on. Yeah. Let's use this glove. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I think even like PFL have changed their gloves. And, and I think it's unrealistic to say, hey, don't put your fingers out and hands out. Like, come on. That's not a realistic thing to tell trying a to hit fighter. Me. Right. Like, I'm trying to deflect it for God's sakes or, or push them away. Like, that's, a, that's, I hate when they, I get it, but I hate that, you know, it doesn't make sense. Uh, who else fought on that card there? Who was after that fight? Uh, who was after that? Like, they were all on paper, just great. Oh, fights. it was Alex Pereira. Oh, which. <laughs> I don't know why that was. I mean, I know why. But. Yeah, yeah. Versus, yeah, Sean Strickland. Obviously, they're trying to set up the Izzy fight. Yeah. I just, I'm not an MMA fighter, man, but I've been in the game long enough that when you want to stand upright and have a, a in tight guard like that and get that close to Alex Pereira, man, you deserve it. Of course, you're going to get knocked out, you fool. What are you thinking? He's got the best hook. He does. Love his hook, man. Yeah, man. Bang. Yeah. I'm not a fan of him, by the way. Alex Pereira? No. I'm not either. I think it's tech. I hate his awful technique. I don't think it's very good. I, I'm not listening. I, he he obviously is a that hook is from truck. Yeah, that hook is something special. But I just when that happened, he got knocked out. I just shook my head. What do you expect, dude? Like you're walking right up to him. Yeah, you dummy. Yeah, yeah. Of course that's gonna happen. But uh, good for him. Um, and that was it. The title fights after that. No. Oh, yes. Sorry. No, there was... There was one more. There was one, one more in there. Was there another lady fight? Hope not. Am I tripping? Yeah, they're supposed to usually have those. Well, yeah, then there. there was um, Volkanovski. Well, Volkanovski, then... Max Holloway, yeah. Uh, uh, what'd you think of this fight? Did you like it? Fun? No. Bad? I can't stand Volkanovski, bro. He's so boring. <clears throat> He's fast as hell. But He's pretty quick. Just um, a sort of cookie cutter. Of I didn't really know much about him. Like I knew of him and watched him, but I watched the last embedded, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, just his attitude. Yeah, he's he's that guy that's just constantly talking, chirping. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. Yeah. God, I had to turn it off. I was like, I can't take this guy. Um. Yeah, man. And I, I just feel like. Uh, He's just always the guy who's going to sort of outpoint you, and he's not going to try to look to fight you, finish you. He's going to try to look to outpoint And if he gets to finish it, I, I just find him incredibly boring. I think uh, Max Holloway has peaked. Yep, I think, yeah, he looked terrible that fight. He, he a very slow punching now, especially compared to Volkanovski. Uh, yeah, I thought he was very plodding looking. Man, did he have an off what night. What a cut. Oh, God, yeah. Dang, that was a bad cut. Um, I'll tell you what I was impressed with Volkanovski. I know he talks a lot, but... I kept replaying this in my mind, funny enough. When he was in the ring, you know, all that, oh, Australia, I can hear you. You know, I can hear you. They can poo all they want. I'm like, oh, be quiet. But but when he was in there, he did say to himself, and how he said it, you know, he, they, uh, Buffer introduced his name, and then he just kind of went, okay, yeah, here we go. And then he just went to himself. You can tell he said it to himself. I'm ready. I'm ready. 
And I've never seen that. Oh. I've never seen that actually. Just how he said that to himself. I'm ready. I was like, okay, hey, this guy is actually ready to go here. Like, that was cool. I, yeah, that that the way he said that to himself. I'm ready. Like you could tell he said it to himself in confidence. Like, okay, let's go. Like I, I was uh, that that caught my eye. He's a, I don't know who the hell's gonna beat him, man. Coming especially from a guy coming down from 200 pounds. Like, <laughs> of course he's gonna hit hard. His bones are huge. So strong. Oh. Oh, absolutely. You know, monster. Uh, and then obviously going to the main event, training his training partner there is uh, Israel Adesanya fighting Jared Cannonier. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say it, man. I don't know if I like city kickboxing. I'm not a big fan of that, Jim. I don't know, man. I hate Izzy's uh, just stupid antics, man. Just stop with the cringy antics all the time. I, none of that phased me, but Izzy... I think he's not willing to take any risks anymore, man. Oh, he's, he he's, makes he's, too much money, man. He's lost his, yeah, his glitter. Yep, yep. His like George St. Pierre, right? St. Pierre was a killer until you know you start making the big bucks and the big pay per view and the sponsorship. Then you play it safe. You don't want to lose. GSP did it differently, though. I think yep, he was like, very strategic, and, and it turned into his game plan to like where I'm gonna, well, like everyone says, he used whatever they were good at against them. Right. Yep. That was Sean. Yeah, I think Izzy's just not. He's not willing to take any crazy risks anymore. Yeah, I just hate all the silly antics he does. They drive me crazy. There's too many of them. Like coming out like the not Terminator, the Undertaker. Undertaker. Just all that, and you know, I know a lot of people liked it, but you came out the Undertaker and underperformed. (laughs) Like, you know, it'd be cool if you knocked him out. Then it would have been iconic. Do your own. Exactly. Undertaker. And just the gold tooth thing and the pearl necklace and just just not gonna lie man i don't know much about wrestling when he's coming out i thought he was well you haven't seen it but i thought he looked he was coming out like the dude from uh boba fett series oh no i'm like look at this guy coming out like a (laughs) star wars yeah get out of here (laughs) just all the all the king kong don't have shit on me just oh yeah he's not good with the shit talk it's just it's too much it's too cringy man i'm gonna i'm gonna Freeze you like frozen Elsa or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Just, uh, yeah. Ooh. It's too, it's, he lays it on a little too thick for Instead me, Instead of spending money on your nails, why don't you spend money on a <laughs> shit talker? Yeah. Hire Bill Burr or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm just not a huge fan of, uh, those, you know, I guess the safe f- fighters. I don't know how to explain it. Just not that, that's not my style of MMA. I get it too, especially if you've had um, multiple defenses. Yep, I get it too. I really you like do. your belt. Yep, you're the man. You're you're the you're the top. I get it. Now he, I feel like you know, like three four years ago, don't you think he would have KO'd him? Yeah, lickety split. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying he's not going to KO people. Like he recently KO'd Whitaker, right? Yep, Robert Whitaker. That was yep. a nice one and all that, but it was kind of in a, an exchange. Yep, got clipped. He got hit too. Pretty good yeah, in that exchange. Yeah, smacked up. But yep, just just uh, not my style of uh, MMA. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, now they obviously want him to fight Alex Pereira next. Obviously, yeah. Hmm. Only um, got a KO, is he? Did you see that KO? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was a good one. Yep. That's why it's all getting hyped up, right? Yeah, because he's the one man to knock him out. Whatever, whatever. But here's the reality, in my opinion. Being the fight nerd I am, this is an MMA fight. Neither of you guys should be, well, I don't want to say MMA champs, but no one has ever tested your grappling whatsoever. 
So now you got another striker who this second you get someone that can grapple. Like, I don't know. I guess it's easier said than done. Why didn't Sean do it? Or why didn't... Yeah, I thought know? Sean Shikin was the guy to... Yeah. Well, this yeah. guy's legit. Well, he is, yeah. Blah, blah, Shit, blah. 25 and 3 or something was his record. But, you know, I guess easier, uh, easier said than done from the safe side of the cage. But, this happens uh, with every champ that stays champ for a little while, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You find somebody to come up and blah, blah, blah. Just try to keep feeding them. Jumps the line. Everyone gets pissed. Yep. Well, why don't you do something about it? Yep. I don't know. That's it. Um, anything else about as far as in the past? Mm, no. One's been quiet. Yeah, yeah, they obviously got, got some big stuff coming up. Um, um, hey, before we move on, I, I do have some things I wrote down, just uh, some interesting stuff to talk about. Number one, did you uh, did you see uh, this little incident with Jesse Arnett in, is it Saudi Arabia or Dubai or something? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> he, sorry, Jesse, but you look like dog shit. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't see the fight. I, I just saw the scrimmage after. Did you see that? He was getting pieced up, man. Jesse was. He was doing some very... Very rookie things. Oh, okay. Like, okay. You know, arms out, turn your head defense. He's getting kicked and punched and just like doing some bad stuff. Wow. And then uh, I think it was an elbow. Cut him, doctor, stop it. Jesse got on top, I think, if I remember correctly. And they were not happy because he was he was losing, he was losing, losing. And then got a cut. Got a cut. They stopped it. That's the fight game. But props to him, man. He's like, yeah, rematch. Let's go right now. So. Then they had that big scuffle after the fight, and yeah, man, jumping over the uh, (laughs) Jake. He's like, it was like a Khabib situation, man. It was crazy. It was. Yeah. Was he there? I don't know. Oh, Khabib? No. Like, was Jake in there? No, Jake. No, but he watched it. How the hell did he come? How do you how did he come across a fight like that? Like, how do you even get that? Don't know. Jeez, man, I'd be too scared. Uh, Go to Dubai? I want to go to Dubai. I don't. I don't. It looks too. I don't want to get there. Manufactured to me. For sure is. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look so... Not my thing. I don't know. I say that, but I'm sure it's awesome. Uh, all right, man. Uh, oh, the other thing, too, was... Uh, did you see that uh, from CSA, Ian Escuza, that spinning back elbow from that spinning missed hook kick? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. slick. <laughs> Have you seen him? No, he's Gaston Bellano's training partner. Obviously, they're both Peruvian. Yeah. Uh, dude, he's awesome. He's good. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. yeah. Very good fighter. He was, I don't know, four or five years ago, he was at CSA for a bit. And I think he took a couple fights in the States, maybe yep. online fighting stuff. I remember watching, like, damn, this guy's good. Yep. Yeah, pretty goddamn slick. Uh, and then Jessica Duke, also from CSA, Jim, did you see her fight? No. Um, is that her name? No, Ms. my Jessie bad. Jess my bad. On Jessica Instagram? Rose Clark. My bad. I said Jessica Duke. Jessica Rose Clark. Yeah, you know, the face tattoos and all that sort mm. of stuff. Um, same thing, trains out of CSA, had a, and then got arm barred and her arm destroyed round one. Like, like Oh, no. Surgery. She needs surgery. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh. That's a... It's a tough, tough way to, tough on, way to have in it. UFC. Yeah, just yeah, some promotion. And then I think even not even that long ago, she had her knee just fixed or some other oh, surgery too. But oof, yeah, it was one of those ones you look on TV and you're like, oh, that'll be on YouTube and Instagram later. Pretty bad broke arm. Like, yeah, yeah. Bad. All right, man. Um, that'll, we'll leave that alone. Obviously, we could talk about Campos. So it's lots of box. Boxing's really fun right now. But uh, but we can leave that alone. Um, I'm looking forward to the Muay Thai World Cup, all that good stuff. But let's move on. Uh, top three. My top three question to you, sir. Your top three most inspiring gyms that you have trained at. Do I have to have trained there? Been to. How about that? Actually, no. Actually, all my three I have trained at, so it's all good. What do you got? Uh, first one, I'll go with Rashidu. Rashido, uh, Sherpa Park. Oh, dude. That's a beautiful gym. 
It's really cool. Thanks for not mentioning mine. No big deal. <laughs> it's not a rush, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like a, that's like the first like huge gym I've been in. Yeah, yeah, that's a, be- a crazy nice gym. I like their setup and elevated ring. It's really cool. Actually, I've seen in pictures and stuff. It's changed quite a bit. You were there recently. Did yep. you take a peek? Yeah, man, upstairs, all nice. It's changed a bit, right? Yep. Yeah, it's nice and oh yeah, a whole like they have heavy bags along that wall yeah, and all Tim's that. Yeah, Tim's got his own like a uh, weight training area. Yeah, yes, so that's really cool. Um, yeah, it looks good there. No idea what it's called, but that Thai gym, that gym in Thailand, Bangkok, that we trained out Boy, after that man. run. That was scary. Greasy as all hell, but a proper Muay Thai cap. Dark. And just being in there, you're like, okay, this is like, I'm yeah, training yeah. for an hour, but like this hour, I'm like training like a Thai. Yeah, I'm in Bangkok. I ran here. There's rats. That's right. There's a splash bucket in the quote unquote washroom. Yeah, there's a piss and shit bucket. Yeah. There's one ring. There's two bags. Uh, dark. You couldn't see anything. There's no yeah, windows. There's dark. a bamboo ceiling. They had a light you had to pull in the ring. Yeah. Mike Yaklik's ceiling, or the head almost hit the ceiling. Like, what? That was the greasiest, shittiest, best gym I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah, man. No idea what the name of it is. Maybe someone out there. Good call, man. I'm going to try that... to find that out. I'll post a picture. Uh, Yeah, you have, maybe it's in the back or something we could find out. Yeah, a couple pictures. Yeah. Um, and uh, Team Spanish slash Impact. Pre- 2013 flood pre-flood yeah post-flood fantastic gym yeah. but like the, the downstairs ground. going downstairs there's something Ooh, this one's tied with church street in new york Ooh, good call man that was a the gym gym you think right. when you think of like rocky yeah man you go downstairs and before you can even in the building going down the stairs you hear heavy bags swinging around the smell the smell then you go in and it's like concretey posters on the wall scraped off from like the 60s 70s it looks like yeah they're melting away from the accumulation of sweat over the years yeah you're in a basement in new york city so it's hot as hell yeah. team spanish like that though like just yeah man. rough floor like your feet are pitch black when you Cement, leave dark uh awesome gritty yeah i love call. it yeah Good the call. grit so those are my three nice got top three for me for show yeah your top three um uh I don't know how to say it. Hype songs, favorite songs. Hype songs, favorite songs. You said Beast Beast Mode. Beast Mode songs. super lame. Yeah, that's a stupid term. Anyways, (laughs) I have a couple tracks that... Songs that get me going. When I first started training to still now when I'm running, they get me going. Yeah. Um, Not very many, but there's a couple that like, you hear it, you're like, it's fight music. D12 fight music. It's fight yeah. music, you know? My my one for sure from way back when all the way through is obviously from the Ramon Decker's To the smoke clears up in my heart. Yeah, rest. exactly. What is that? Uh, the shit to my bone collapse. Till I collapse. Thank you, till I collapse, yeah. Eminem and Nate Dogg. That's right. I also really like Rock Wilder. Microphone checker. Swing and Red Man, Method Man. And I'll tell you what, when this became a fight song. I fought in Lethbridge on a uh, ew, Road, Roadhouse Rumble number three uh, way back in the day in Lethbridge. And uh, I was fighting Ricardo Alas. Shout out to you, Ricardo. I think he trained with Brad Wall and uh, Trevor Hardy. And uh, he came out to the Rockwilder, and I was like, dude, that's the best song for this ever. I was jealous. Did you know the song? Or was yeah. that the first time you heard it? Oh, no, I okay. knew it. And I was like, damn, that is the perfect song. And uh, he walked out to the beat and played to the crowd. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Yours is way better than mine. Yeah. Uh, so ever since then. And uh, it's been a long time, but I really like it in the last sort of couple of years. But uh, 
Lovely Day by Bill Withers. Lovely day. It's gonna be a lovely day. Lovely day. Just how can you be angry when that song comes on? When I wake up in the morning light. Good jam. Bill Withers doesn't miss. Doesn't miss. Yeah. Those are my three. Um, all right, man. How about your student? Student O the podcast. I got a mother daughter combo today. When I look at you. Isabella, Isabella, sorry, not Bella. Isabella and Votini. With me. Um, mother daughter combo. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Votini signed up with, I think it was maybe her sister in law or something. Yeah. Um, when they first started, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, come to try. But she has not missed. And she trains hard. Good for her. And she clearly enjoys herself. Yeah, right on. Uh, it's awesome to see. And Isabella is like a little tank. Yeah, she I is, can't yeah. wait to have the next watchdog tryout because she'll be the first in line. Uh, well, beside her will be Olivia, man. Sweet. Yeah, they're all over it. I love it. Uh, good, that's great. And then they have also another little sister, Stamatina, who I teach karate to as well. Is that her name? Yeah. Stamatina. They must be a Greek. Yeah, I think they're Greek. Yeah. They have yeah. one of those pompanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopanoopano
for a couple hours every yep. once a week. Yep, there you go. Um, yeah, well, it looks like the next week you get your wish. The rain's going to freak off for a little. Yep. Awesome. What else you got? That's it, man. All right. Shout out to this little guy. Keeping, oh, keeping our feet warm throughout the podcast. Oh, you're doing good, buddy. Did good. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to... Good boy. Give me one quick sec. I'm just going through my emails here. Here it is. Uh, Maria at Tarot Tarot or Taro PR. Oh yeah? Yeah. Here's why. So we just got I just got a random email in the, the gym inbox uh, about this movie Positive Fury, this cartoon coming out. And uh, they just said, Hey yeah, so it's just a premiere movie. I see you're a martial arts school. We have four passes for four people. Do you want some? Like uh, come on, this has to be can't be real. Uh, so they gave me four passes with a QR code for four people. So we'll find out Saturday if it's legit or not, if I get some one-star ratings right. <laughs> on Google. So, but it's at Chinook Paramount and everything. So, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for the movie tickets. I, I, I really appreciate it. Um, this is going to be a weird one. RVCA. Like the brand you're wearing? Yeah, the brand I'm wearing. Ruka. Pardon me? Ruka. Okay. That's what RVCA is in like Greek or whatever, oh, or Latin. Sure. Ruka. Okay, there you go. That's how much I know about this company. I've known about them forever because uh, BJ Penn was the one who first started wearing it. Yeah. So I just took them as an MMA company, which meant the MMA douchebags are going to start wearing them. Surf company, I believe. I don't know, man, but all Originally. of it is disgustingly comfortable. I love all of it that I bought, man. Every t-shirt, every pair of shorts, I am hooked. I like those shorts. Bro, I am hooked. I love them. Uh, I've, I, I must now own... Uh, three tank tops, four t-shirts, and four pairs of shorts, and they're all, like, I'll, I'll throw all my other crap away. Love them. So shout out to that company, man. I, I wish I would have known a long time ago. Uh, shout out to British Columbia, man. I'm going out to British Columbia tomorrow. It's not in Columbia. You bring me some pages? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, that's in August. They're not ready yet. Oh. But I'm going back out in August. I love Are you really? Yes. Oh, for your for annual peach run. Peach run. <laughs> annual peach run. If you haven't had an Okanagan peach, come find me in August. Uh, they're the, it's the best fruit you'll ever eat. But uh, I just love going there, man. That's my favorite, one of my favorite vacations. I've, I've, you know, we've been to Thailand. I go to Mexico 20 times. You know, I love, love going to BC in the summer. It's just a great drive, too. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. And we always leave early in the summer to avoid fires. Uh, shout out to the beer out here, Kokanee. Just had one on the podcast. Delish. Now I'm sleepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little beer, make it a little sleepy on a Friday. I also want to give a shout out to, uh, I've given him a few shout outs, my crony, Devin here. Uh, he's been with me since he's four. When you had COVID and sets and a bunch of other people, man, it was me and him that really sort of kept the gym running. And uh, I pre- didn't mention a word about it being tough or anything, and it was. And uh, this summer, I've taken my teaching duties away. I'm not teaching this summer. I still I still have a gym to run and stuff like that. But as far as being on the mats and teaching, I'm not doing it. So I've hired Devin and Aiden. Aiden, I know you listen to this. Uh uh, I've been watching you the last week or so. I could have easily given you a student shout out, except I don't teach you, so you're not a student. But, uh, dude, good job, man. I- I'm very happy that you're the one that's uh, on the mats for the summer in my place. Uh, I get nothing but compliments, so keep up the good work, man. I truly appreciate it. Other than that, man, uh, I'm done. You got anything? Nope. Awesome. Uh, we have so many other fight crap that we need to talk about, so uh, I'll be back on the 23rd. I'd love to do a real quick podcast if we can, maybe. Um, going to break down the m- 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 Muay Thai World Cup. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be some news between now and then. Uh, and of just, you know, we're, we're fight dorks. I love everyone that we've talked to. It's just not the same. I want to sit down and talk shit and drink beer with you, bud. Yeah, bud. All right, bud. Uh,
Woody, got anything? Woof. All right. Good talk, buddy. All right, guys. We'll um, going on vacation. We'll see you at the Muay Thai World Cup. We'll try to sneak in a podcast before then. Peace. Peace.